Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. Cool dude. Great dude. Appreciate awesome. It, man. You can be mean. You shit. <laughs> or you can blow it all up. <laughs> Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the Call-In Show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. on the wonderful website known as YouTube. Welcome back, Blonde. Hey, how are you? Nice, uh, nice floral background for you. Thank you. It's so pretty. Yeah. Is that, um, was this a, a specific YouTube purchase or is this, uh, yeah. just something? Oh, okay. Like I want right. a pretty backdrop flowers. <laughs> Here we are. If you're missing this, um, if you're listening to this after the fact, uh, I sub- I, and you're not catching the video of it, I suppose the floral arrangement is going to make its debut on the normal podcast on Sunday. I would anticipate. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Well, we are back at it for another hour of calls. Uh, if you are new to the show, most of you are not because uh, we've got a good crew around here. But if you're new, there is a link in the description of the video that'll put you into a Discord server. Uh, when you're in there, put your name in the roll call. That's how we know who arrived first. That's uh, on a first, first come, first serve basis. Although if you're just putting your name in the roll call now, you're probably too, too late to get into this uh, high demand, highly <laughs> rated, excellent quality show. And... Um, uh, and patrons get priority. So if you're a patron and you join the server and you're not marked, let us know. You'll get an orange marker and we know to get to patrons first. If you'd like to contribute to the show and you can't do it live, as is the case for a lot of listeners, go ahead and send us an email question. If you like for the, uh, for the call-in show, you can send that to beauty and the beta at gmail.com, or you can send us a, a brief message on YouTube unlisted. If you upload a video, we'll play the audio on the show and respond to it. And of course, please be courteous to your fellow callers. Let's try to limit things to one point or one question um, in a reasonable time frame. <laughs> and uh, just just be courteous. Remember, there's other people trying to get into the show. So if we uh, if we try to herd you along a little bit, uh, that is in the spirit of getting in as many callers as we can. But in the spirit of getting in as many callers as we can, let's get some callers in. So first up is um, oh kangaroo biohazards here again. So let's get kangaroo in. Uh, or is kangaroo biohazard? You see kangaroo? Oh, wait, there. There we go. Kangaroo biohazard. Oh, I'm fast. Ooh, hello. You are. Ooh, hello. How are you guys doing? doing good. Right. How are you? I'm pretty good. It's a bit of a lull in uni study. Dishonored 2 went on himself 50%. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty happy today. <laughs> um, What I'm not happy about is that uh, I bought tickets to see Ion Hissi Ali speak in Australia, and she's oh, very cool. been no platformed. <laughs> By Can you- someone give me a summary of what happened? I just read the headlines on this. Uh, look, all, all that all the I know from it is that she was slated to speak here in a, in a bunch of um a bunch of different states, and I bought tickets to it. Like and universities. Yeah, and oh, I, th- I think I think most of the universities. Um, and uh, there was a huge petition created by like a bunch of Muslims. <sighs> I'm not, I can't even say Islamists here because, because, because a majority of Australian Muslims are peaceful. So it was Muslims, not Islamists. Muslims made a giant petition saying they didn't want to hear. She wasn't welcome here. Blah, 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 blah. Is it specifically at this, 
Of this one university that you're talking about? Or no, is no, no, this no, no. Like, just uh, like in Australia. They just just period. In Australia. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So she can't come she's, to your country <laughs> like at all. She ended, up, she ended up canceling the um the the tours oh. for a, a bunch of reasons, including security issues because she couldn't guarantee her own security. Now, and then this dumb fucking video was uploaded where it's like, Ayan Hisi Ali, you do not speak for Muslim women. And then oh all these God. Muslim Who's women in hijabs <laughs> talking about how Ayan Hisi Ali talks with the language of misogyny, uh, sexism, and oppression. And I'm like, Ayan Hirsi Ali, who was clearly circumcised at the age of like five or six, in has Somalia. a memory of the whole thing in Somalia. But yeah. she doesn't represent yeah. all Muslim women, even though she had like, a more authentic Muslim experience than anybody in America. Yeah. Survived FGM was about to be put into um, uh, an arranged marriage, lived under Sharia law, like knows this shit better than any of these fucking latte sipping liberal Muslims in Australia do. And then, and then, and then had to fucking flee to another country, had her friend's head blown off in front of her because he was going to make a documentary oh, about her that. reality. Jeez. Yeah. She definitely stabbed. Oh, was he stabbed? Oh, I don't know. I know that he had some, uh, like a note pinned to him or something. He was traumatically murdered in front of her because he was going to make a fucking documentary about it. Like, really? You don't think that she... Mm. Oh, I, I'm, I'm lost for words how angry I am at the hypocrisy and the fact that I missed out on getting to listen to her because I wanna, I've, I've always wanted to hear Anhia Seli, Faisal um, Al-Muttar and um, Majid Nawaz. I, I would love to hear any of those people speak. Do they give examples <laughs> of things that she said? Because I don't, I don't follow Ayan Hirsi super closely. So, I mean... You should read Infidel. To, no, to play anybody, devil's they, advocate, they, has she ever said anything that is as inflammatory as they try to paint her as? What no, am I missing they, here? They didn't, actually, they didn't actually cite any examples. They just no, used random buzzwords. Yeah. Like, uh, what was it? There was even, this is the language of white supremacy. <sighs> That's so free. I mean, she's black. She's Somalian. Yeah. I mean, she definitely no. said that Islam is like a is like a death cult, and will destroy yeah, the world. But, she said things like that. Then, but I mean, she comes from a Muslim she background. She sounds very Doesn't reasonable. She immunity? <laughs> yeah, she, but, yeah. but even then, she she doesn't. She is one of those people that that wants reform, not eradication. Right. So right. even on that, even on that front, she's what they're saying is incorrect. Like okay, okay. So so maybe so maybe Australian Muslims are majority peaceful, mass majority peaceful. I agree with that a hundred percent. Then you're not the problem. You're not the people she's talking about. She's talking about the Muslims that are over in the Middle East and the Gulf states and shit like that. Like that um like that housekeeper that let her um let her slave fall off of what was it seven stories. Uh, like, you know, those people that regularly stone people, the ones that toss gays over buildings, they're the ones she's talking about. If you're not those people, then move the fuck along. Right, right. <sighs> and the God. irony of this is that if they, the left doesn't realize that if there's no reform from within, there will be complete eradication. That's the only alternative. Well, exactly. So and they're really what, not helping it, the cause for Muslims. And, and, and this is what I'm concerned about because we really do have a lot of peaceful um, respectful, assimilated, educated Muslims in Australia. Now, whether or not they want to admit it, that's because of our like horribly stringent vetting processes that are just awful that, you know, everyone wants to complain about, but we also have had like what we had one legitimate ISIS attack. And then we had one crazy drugged up dude who used Islam as a vector to sort of actualize his violence. Um, 
the issue with our Muslims is that they're so they're, they're so busy separating themselves from the terrorism rather than admitting, yes, there is an issue within our religion, but right, look at right. us. We intentionally don't follow that shit. This is what Islam can be. Stand with us. They say, no, 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 they weren't real Muslims. No, it has nothing to do with Islam. No, <laughs> Islam is only peaceful. And, and when they do that, A, they, they, they do nothing to actually help with this reformation that's desperately needed. And B, they give the legitimate racists reason to blur the line between Islamist and Muslim. Because ultimately, if you're not going to actively support reformation, then right. people are going to see you as supporting the conservative Muslims who then support the terrorists. Well, that's sure. the danger of moderate Islam in general. Yeah, no, it's it's very frustrating. Like I have, I have, um, I have Muslim friends who tried to speak up within their community and got socially ostracized from it. Mm, you know, that's a shame. They're now living out. Cool. They're now living out of home, and thankfully, we have like public um, housing and stuff like that. But you know, they're trying to make a uni degree work at 18. Yeah, anyway. it's, a, it's a bummer to hear. I just, I, uh, I, I wouldn't favor this treatment for anyone, anyone I disagree no. with strongly. You know, if you want to specifically go see, Ayan, but, like you can't yeah, say that well, Ayan as an ex-Muslim woman is yeah, an and just, and Doesn't she have some kind of uh, immunity <laughs> from this based on her personal experience? Like, doesn't that give, <laughs> doesn't that yeah, lend some credibility identity, to her? Identity politics works until your if anyone's allowed to be an Islamophobe, Ion Hersiali. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the point. Yeah. All right, we'll, um, we we'll have to let on. you go, Kangaroo. Yeah. But uh, no I look forward to hearing from you next time. Yeah, my my days are numbered. My days are numbered. Right, right. You're going to Europe and you're going to die. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See you later. See Bye. Okay. Next, we got Exogenesis. Whoopsie. Where did? There we go. Exogenesis, you're going to chime in when you're ready. Yeah, I am. Hi. Excellent. How's it going? Um, pretty good. Uh, it's pretty late here in Germany. <laughs> oh, you're in Germany. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for staying uh, up. Live, live here. Yeah, uh, 3 a.m. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, uh, but I'm still awake. I'm fine. I'm I'm a student, so um, yeah. Are you uh, an American student? You sound like you have an American accent, at least, or. Uh, no, I am uh, born a German. I have okay. been a German all my yeah. life. And Sound? I kept meeting people with these Swedish and Germans with these perfect accents, just wow. perfect accents. It's unbelievable. Like he, yeah. you could have told me he was American. I'd be like, yeah, sound American. Yeah. yeah. In, in my school time, I had a more British accent, but I lost that. Hmm. Maybe because of YouTube videos where I saw <laughs> uh, or heard Americans speak. Yeah. And I adapted that. Anyway, yeah, so uh, what I wanted mind? to talk about is um, today, or well, in Germany yesterday, um, a law was uh, approved by the German government uh, to, um, well, basically uh, to penalize Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube for not deleting fake news and hate speech fast enough. So right? this was passed? This was passed by the uh, approved by the government, not yet passed by the parliament. They will probably uh, vote on it in maybe June, July. Oh my God! And it's fifty million dollars is the fine, right? Or fifty million nope. euros? Uh, no, the the highest fine is five million euros, which is five point three million dollars. But Jeez. isn't that for individual employees? Uh, I thought that no, they were fining is. the company. 50 million, no, yeah. from what I read uh, from the from the uh, law, it is uh, for the company itself, not single employees. But maybe 
the the companies have the opportunity to pass it down to their employees. Jesus. So, if you're going to face that maximum fine, I would assume there'd have to be some kind of demonstration of malice in publishing this. Like you knew it to be false, but you published anyway. Or is it just nope, no, yeah, no honest mistakes allowed? Yeah. What about negligence? Exactly. Do you have any sense of the if if that law makes a distinction there? Uh, well, uh, the the German law basically uh, works like that. That it says there is a, a maximum, and uh, it could be lower. So mm. I think if you if you are uh, if the the social network is a first time offender, let's call it that way, uh, the fine would be a lot less. But if they if they really let's say if they really fuck up, uh, that could go up to five million euros. <laughs> That is prohibited. Is there was there an ev- is there a rationale behind why I mean is it just the the rise of fake news or was there an event that the authors of this site that prompted them to do this it just seems so it it, it just seems like such a chiller of speech you know it, even if you're not um, technically silencing people you are creating an environment in which people are going to be very afraid to say things that are speculative or you know perhaps uh, unconfirmed at a certain point in time or i'm, I'm not saying yeah, so, that so sorry go for it yeah um the thing is uh there are certain um things listed in this law that are already uh illegal like um what was it um i don't i don't know the the translations but we already have uh, a few speech laws in germany um sometimes related to uh, the Nazi times, uh, some others uh, way longer in place. Uh, and if those contents are not uh, deleted, they, they actually make a distinction here. Obviously, illegal content has to be deleted. I don't know what that is, but that's what the law says. <laughs> is that says. child porn? That's about all I can think of that's obviously illegal content. Uh, that that would definitely be among that. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Um, but that's all over Twitter, though. Don't that, worry about that. I don't, I don't know what is. Uh, but that has to be deleted within 24 hours after being flagged. Everything else that is illegal, that is not obviously illegal, uh, within seven days after being flagged. Well, and how does so? How does this work? Like, let's say, um, so you're you're in Germany and you're a Facebook user, let's say, and I'm here in the U.S. and I'm a Facebook user, and I post some fake news. So Facebook is obligated to delete it from German exposure. How does it even work? Like if I post it, how does the German law or does it affect anything I post? They, uh, I, it, I, I, I don't understand from how, your perspective, but it would be banned in Germany. Right. So like I, if they I don't ban it, it in affects, Germany, then they're fined. Yeah. I think yeah. it affects your post uh, as soon as someone from Germany flags it. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> I'm not so sure about that because uh, what what all those uh, ministers in the government always forget is that the internet is an international place. Yeah, it's the Wild um, West, man. Don't try to stop the internet. You can't stop yeah. the internet. Don't try. I mean, the the minister the minister uh, that is responsible for that is 50 years old. So wow. Well, he just yeah he learned about the internet last week. That's <laughs> no, not that old though. I shouldn't I shouldn't be that unkind. <laughs> Anyhow, well, yeah. um, any any closing thoughts on this law? You think uh, you have any sense of if this will become law, or or is this just something that's gonna that's gonna pass uh, or that's gonna die? I suppose. 
Well, the, the parties that are part of the uh, coalition, part of the German government, are also uh, having a majority in the parliament, uh, mm. as always, because this is the German system. This is uh, mostly the European democratic system in most countries. So uh, I'm pretty sure it will be passed uh, again June, July, somewhat, somewhere. Well, there you have it. Get your know. German fake news out while you can. <laughs> Publish away, and it's going to be the end I of it. I try my best. Yeah, but please, uh, I'd love to see it. Anyhow, well, thank you for uh, thank you for letting us know about that. It's an interesting story, and if um, if things do, if if this does end up becoming law, I'd like to hear about it um, when that happens. So you said sometime in the summer, probably. Yeah, sure. Uh, I will cool. tell you about it. All right. Well, thanks a lot, man. Thanks for staying up. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Uh, next up is uh, first caller, first time caller, I believe. Brit is waiting. He's a new patron, but I don't see her. Do you see a Brit in the waiting room? Mm, sure don't. Um, okay, Brit, if you're listening, uh, hop in one of the waiting rooms, the call-in uh, quiet waiting room or there's the normal waiting room, and then we'll pull you in. Um, we'll pull in Steph Keith in the meantime, our doctor man our physician in training ladies man steph keith oh hello what's going on man talking about uh the greater african empire um so uh i'm emotionally unstable again okay (laughs) that's a great way to start a woman or a dead body um no i have stories about dead bodies but i feel more pressing about my feelings are more pressing about you got girl problems yes okay Uh, i'm considering going MGTOW because now i understand them girl women are evil (laughs) no no let blonde talk you away from that ledge women are evil i can't talk to a lot of MGTOW i mean what can i do women are largely ruined i don't don't know what to say i've never met a MGTOW in real life but let me say this i've never i've also never met a happy MGTOW on the internet my brother got dangerously close well, if look, I'd follow your brother just about anywhere. As I've said, it's a shame we can't have him on the show. That Every, guy. All of my male friends that meet my brother get so gay for him. It's the weirdest. I, thing. I hope maybe he's listening. Like, oh, he's I so want to talk to your brother again. Your brother's a smart dude, and he's just—he's uh, great. I wish smart we could have dude, him on the show. great dude, first yeah, the best. Exactly, tremendous. Anyway, sorry oh, to boy. stomp on your where, where you're going. So you're you're trending MGTOW, and I'm trying to caution you against <laughs> it. But yeah, I, I spent about four hours yesterday trying to get this bitch his phone number and uh every time i i i first tried hinting at it and then i i tried being like yo let's let's use phone numbers because i'm tired of using the the facebook chat and then i straight up said like hey i asked for your phone number like two hours ago and then i got blown off and then today at 10 o'clock in the morning she comes back trolling me again and i take the bait and, and, and she strings me along for like two more hours and then just stops talking to me. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like a bad one, but gr- women do this same thing on Tinder and stuff too, where you're like, you'll chat them up for a while and then you'll be like, hey, all right, it seems like we're, we've got some things in common. Would you like to exchange numbers and go do something? And then poof, they're gone because all they want is the affirmation of, hey, there's male interest in me. I can I go don't about know. my day. I don't with know confidence. if that's true. That's probably okay, true not. to some degree, but usually when I ghosted on people when I used to online date, um, it was because after I started talking to them, I found something out about them that was a deal breaker. Mm. And then it's just easier to be like, listen, this one thing about you but, precludes but, me from dating you. But, but you don't when really you ghosted, me. did you 
just disappear and never return or because what he's talking about is this string along like you return every every so often with a with that carrot to dangle along did you no bail when, for when good i when or? i ghost i'm i i ghost for good like okay, when well I that's fine you just can't do this you can't be this returning ghost you can't reappear ever so ah so you're saying that's the one that's the kind for affirmation i see yes yeah yeah it's like oh i got my male interest for the day (laughs) i mean i I went to bed like uh mission failed guys we'll get them next time and uh then in 10 o'clock in the morning it's like hope there is a a life after college yeah i mean (laughs) if, if i could go back as someone who's been in that position of um of over pursuing several times i would say I fell into the mental trap of thinking like, no, 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 that one's the perfect one. That one's the great one. She's the one I have to have, whatever. The reality is, and she might be, she might be great. She might be very cool. But but the reality is there are lots. I hate to go to the plenty of, there are plenty of fish in well, the she's sea. she's evil if she wants to string along guys. Exactly. So. so what I'm saying, you got to develop the mindset of, yeah. Look, I, I will I will make my interest known, but if it is not well received, I will pursue other opportunities because there are other opportunities. And like you only have a little bit of information about this girl, but can you imagine how she would be in a relationship if she's being like this before you even fucking get her phone number? This girl would be such a pain in the ass. Yeah. Be mind, I bet it would be mind games 24-7. Power dynamics, all sorts of shit. So don't go MGTOW. Just keep playing the field, man. You're I, young, I right? mean... You don't want to uh, go MGTOW anyway. I mean, I don't know. I mean, MGTOW seem like very often they seem cynical and that that's a, that's a bummer too. Like, you know, people want to be hopeful. It makes you happy. Uh, I mean, she was the gold digger chick that I told you guys about the like me for. Oh, oh my God. Like, yeah, do that. This <laughs> is over. This is over. Move on. What do MGTOW say? Stop worshiping the golden vagina. I hate to give you this advice. Maybe you do need to It was coined by a neo soul. <laughs> I accidentally, oh, I accidentally joined uh, the uh, waiting room there. <laughs> Some noise there. And <laughs> clicked uh, the wrong spot. I don't know. Maybe MGTOW's the answer. I have never said that to anybody before, but if it's just a phase, it might be good for you. No. Thanks, Blonde, for, no, for making just... me feel better about myself. <laughs> okay, well, this just... bitch is unworthy of you. You you learn that, you know, round one. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, car repairs are expensive as fuck before I go. Um, right, I had a dumbass in, in stop-and-go traffic. In stop-and-go traffic. Nailed my ass. Oh, like rear-ended you or what? Yeah, he rear-ended me, but in stop and go traffic, and then he didn't have insurance. Oh, well, class act. (sighs) Sounds like you got some real cool people to hang out with. It may really make me want to go to Costa Rica. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, and since it's a Maserati Levante, fuck, gotta shell out five grand to get a new bumper. I wish. Oh, good for you. I wish I had that sound. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. It's a pain in the ass. Five Mr. grand for a Mr. bumper. Mr. Fancy car. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, appreciate it. Let us know. Dude, Try play play something. Play, uh, I don't know. Try to find someone else. Go for someone else and then let us know how it goes. Need a nice, sweet, religious girl or something. Yeah, listen to Blonde. Blonde knows I defer to her wisdom. I, I, I mean, she told me to go MGTOW, so... I mean, yeah. as a phase, it might be good. They focus on self-improvement and stuff, and, you know. Okay. I can I can agree to, if you, yeah, I can agree with that concept. Step aside, focus on improving yourself, make yourself the best guy I'm not saying never can, date then, again for the rest yeah. of your life or anything, but, like, you know, there are periods of time in your life where you're like, I'm just not going to date right now. And that's a fine thing to do. You don't have to swear off women forever. There are some good ones. Okay. 
Can confirm. Not Walter. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, All right. Before I go, Matt, I have a question. Did you send out the uh, the chat, the, not chat, the email for uh, the Patreon like hangout chat thing? No, I'm going to do it probably tomorrow. Okay. I was worried because my credit card got rejected because uh, I had to freeze it. I thought it was stolen. but Oh, well, if your credit mess. card declined, you're not getting the message anyway. No, no, I, got, I, I fixed it the same day. Oh, I fixed oh, okay. it the same day. <laughs> So I was okay. like, please no, I want to be included, senpai. Yeah, yeah, it's um, <laughs> you should uh, you should get it then. Uh, I'll press send it out tomorrow, and then um, okay. people, you can message me if you don't if you don't receive it. All right. Okay. Nice Thanks, talking man. to you. Bye. Now, uh, Britt did garbage advice. Sorry. <laughs> never go. I'm all I'm saying. When have you seen uh, or heard of a happy MGTOW? Is there a happy MGTOW channel? I mean, uh, I don't know. Content MGTOW? <laughs> the men know. going their own way and where they go is to, into a rage. I mean, that's... that. that sometimes, sometimes. Their own way is into anger and frustration and resentment. There has to be a sect of them that really are just focused on self-improvement and not Fine. focusing on... I mean... Besides, I, I, I'm treading... I'm walking a dangerous line right now because if you earn the scorn of MGTOW online, they will not let you forget it. So, all right... <laughs> It's my turn, MGTOW. Come get me. I can't wait. No, they yeah. they hate chicks talking about this stuff way more. So All right, good. So uh, for once, uh, male privilege is a real thing. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, Somebody in the live chat just said, uh, I'm going to start a channel called Jubilant MGTOW. <laughs> <laughs> excellent. 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 Oh, please do it. Uh, let's get right in here. Hello. Hey, Hi. Now we got you. Hi. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't quite sure how it worked, but now I'm in. Yeah, it's a weird. Uh, it's a weird. It's a weird system, yeah, but it's sucks. what we got. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm a resident hoaxer in the house, but um. <laughs> oh right, yeah. So Britt's the one who did yeah. the the hijab pulling. Ah, the nice. hijab pulling on the uh, the cat that we witnessed. Yeah, my cat. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. was pretty excited about that. Um, <laughs> male cat wearing a hijab. That's. I think that's got to be. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you'd be stoned somewhere for that. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably in all, all of the countries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What's, uh, what's on your um, mind? I'm having a little bit of sympathy for Rachel Dolezal. Um, yes. I, was, I, I understand. I was, listening, I was listening to your podcast with Biggest Mikey on Sunday. Mm -hmm. um, and... You guys talked about how, you know, she's from this small rural area where there's only like probably like one or two black people, if that. And I'm from a similar area. Um, we only had like, like one black guy. But the first black guy to graduate from our school, it's like back in 2011 or 2010. He was the first um, ever? Yes, the first Holy ever. God. And his, his name was Diamond. So he was actually like Excellent. a diamond in the rough. Yeah. But, <laughs> um,. <laughs> Um, um yeah it was just it's it's a small town like southwest of chicago like only like a, under a thousand people i think mostly wow. still, th illinois i'm surprised that that would be the case that it was first ever mm, i don't it, or southeast really it might be indiana town. i guess right not illinois no it's south southwest oh southwest okay. so it's yeah um but i'm like I, I kind of get where she's, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like she's not that, not that guilty of, um, I mean, yeah, she, she essentially 
assumed blackface. I don't I don't really know how how to um, rationalize that, but I guess when you're like in that town and you're you want to when you go off to college, you want to like find something different about yourself, and you want to. I I don't know. I, I read a, a lot of Af- phase. You know, you want to go through <laughs> a, being a black person phase. That's kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel yeah. the same way. Which is like, I, I, look, people can go through phases. People can wear costumes. People can live whatever life they want. And that's why I have a, a, some degree of sympathy for Rachel Dolezal as well. Insofar as because of your been... cross dressing. Well, we've just been told to accept every weird thing under the sun because that's being who they are and that's the way they identify. And then all of a sudden we have this one person who identifies this way and nope, she's a fraud. She's a thief. She's a liar. She's this, she's that. I think she's the same as, as Caitlyn Jenner or anybody else, to be honest. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree. And I don't really know what it was, but I remember being so angry at her initially. And then I think around the time that she got pregnant and went broke, like I, I just started feeling just terrible for her. Just terrible for her. I don't know when it switched, but here we are. But I really do think that she like legitimately has respect for black culture and oh, identifies yeah. as a black person. I, I don't I, doubt that really at does. all. I don't doubt that at all. Yeah. I mean, the lengths that she has gone to... <laughs> The lengths that she has gone to identify. I mean, uh, like I you mean, said, she didn't lie as much as Sean King. Right. I mean, that's another example. So Sean King is a hero. Rachel Dolezal is a fraud. I mean, they're based, they're the same thing. Sean King honest. lied, uh, you know, about really specific instances of uh, hate crimes against him, things like that. Uh, and as far as I've seen with with Rachel, she didn't do any of those things. It was more of like, I'm black. She, and that's- she says weird. She tends to exaggerate things. Like she says her childhood working on the farm was endangered servitude. Like we had mentioned on Sunday. And she, Oh, that's right. She says things that are clearly uh, probably exaggerations of the truth, but I don't think she's straight up lied in the way that Sean has. That's not as bad to me as fabricating specific situations yeah, involving yeah. real people. Like Sean, mm. Sean, I don't know something about him. I don't know, though. She kind of, she kind of didn't, I mean, at least she owned up to her heritage, but at the same time, yeah. she went, she went to great lengths before that to just kind of not talk about that. And it's, uh, I don't, I have sympathy for her as in, I understand like where, kind of where she's coming from in terms of claiming an identity that isn't exactly, you know, that I don't know if she regrets doing what she did. I'm but, sure she does. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I. She's been left with nothing. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah. Redemption for Rachel Dolezal. Oh, by the way, I shouldn't reveal this, but um, let me just say this: some people that I know, or you, you and I know, kind of loosely have been able to secure an interview with Rachel Dolezal. Let me put it that what? way. What? I didn't yeah. know this. Um, and I was informed of this this week, and I'm not going to say who because I don't know if it's going to work out or not. But all I'm saying is Rachel Dolezal is more available than you might think. So, I bet she's really available. I mean, we could we could call up Rachel Dolezal on Skype and yeah, sort these I mean, things out. Yeah, people would probably call me a cuck, but I think I'd be real nice to her. Oh, of course. I don't have any reason to be mean to her. I would um, not be nice to Sean King. No, hell no. Because I and I think um, you know a lot of what we're saying earlier is I think applies. Um, and what Britt was saying about how she acknowledges the her her 
um, her parents and and her uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like her her genetics, basically. Um, her, but, yeah. but um, but she says, "Oh, I, I identify this way." Well, that is a step beyond Sean King. Sean King does not. Sean King says, "No, my mom." Banged a black dude, I and I and I am my black. My mom's a hoe, and yeah. I am black. That's what he says. Anyhow, uh, we could get Rachel. We'll never get Sean, but we could get Rachel. Something to think about. Anyhow, yeah, I just um, I personally think she has an extreme case of white guilt, but um... <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, maybe the yeah. most yeah. extreme case ever. The other thing I would like to maybe it's in her book. I should probably read her book, but the fact that her parents adopted um, African children when she mm. was you know, in her teen years or early, you know, uh, around college age, they adopted these African children. I think that's probably something to do with it too. I, I would imagine those are related events because that's when she started yeah. doing this, this kind of Africanization of her appearance and stuff. Mm -hmm. mm. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll, well let you go, but we appreciate. I, I, have, I have one more question. Um, right. I don't know if anybody else has um, asked this before. I understand what makes blonde the beauty, but what exactly <laughs> makes you the beta? <laughs> uh, it's um, well, it's it's a uh, that was a that was the name that was suggested to us when the show mm -hmm. first started, and it was just kind of an interesting pun. But for the longest time, like people have called me that. I, do I consider myself a genuine beta male? Probably not. Yeah, um, I, I consider myself to be a, a courteous person. I hope, even though that my you know my patience does get tested, but. I don't know. I mean, I do, I do what I want to do and I live the life that I want to live and I've accomplished what I want to accomplish. I consider myself to be appropriately aggressive, but there was a time in my life when I was younger and uh, I, I certainly, I, I did my beta years. Let's put it that way. You can, mm. um, you want to dig into my history and uh, you know, get in touch with some of the ladies of the past. They can <laughs> confirm um, that I, that there was a lot of room for um, assertiveness in my past life that I now I now think I possess, but uh, did not back then. So it's it's mostly just to answer your question. It's mostly just a gag. It's not. Uh, yeah, it's a gag. Yeah. And then like people commented on uh, you know the process of me uncucking Matt, and we yeah. so we kind of wanted to lean into that a little bit. Uh, right. Because we're we don't always agree. We frequently disagree. I would say. And most of the time, I'm I'm more on the extreme right, and I'm always like mm. telling Matt to stop being such a pussy. So I think yeah. that's probably why. And when when Blonde and I met, that was like really when I was questioning my political perspective. And, right. And, right. Um, because that was a long right after. Yeah. Well, it was right. I mean, I thought uh, right before that, I thought you know Trump's this idiot, and I would never vote mm. for him. But then that was yeah. when the the ultimate regressive left was coming out. I'm like, they're even worse mm. than Trump, though. What do no, I do? I was, in, I was in a similar situation a year ago, so yeah. I voted for Bernie Sanders in the primary. I still uh, but not, understand. but not Hillary in the general. Um, no, no, uh, no. I ended up voting Trump. Interesting. Right. Bernie to Trump. I always wonder how many of those people there yeah. are. I think there's more than we think. Yeah, that's it, was good to hear. The, it was ultimately WikiLeaks that convinced me. So, hmm. um, Sargon so the, too, but so the Russians. It was the, the <laughs> yes, Russians hacked yes, you. Yes, it's yeah. always the Russians. All right. <laughs> well, uh, well. Thanks for supporting the show and thanks for calling All in. Right. And uh, hopefully, we'll hear from you again. Bye. All thanks, right. Britt. Thanks uh and let's see oh you know who got screwed by we have a nice little bot in the server now who i guess people can level up there's leveling up in the server i don't know what that means but... i don't i was gonna say i don't know i don't know what that means dude. anyway mark got leveled up but it didn't show his comment so hey guys oh uh, hey what's hello on, and i have not forgotten your video before we start 
That's why. I did it. Little... I just at the top before he reminded me. I just wanted to let him know. <laughs> I promise not to bring list. it up again, though. Um, so I wanted to mention real quick about your video from today. Uh, the Mass Effect video. That one statement you set up: how people need to learn how to separate. Um, oh yeah, art. art, and the art well, Blonde and I talk the... about that all the time. Yeah, yeah um, it's impossible, and I try to say it is, but I, it's getting harder. Well, I've been planning out, like, trying to get started on social media, and I I know that my art can relate to my political perspective, but for YouTube, I know that people would want to keep that separate, so I'm going to try to do that and have separate channels, not so much on Minds and Twitter or whatever. Yeah. But, but like, yeah, I, I'm I'm political, but, like, I, I'm an artist, but even I understand, yeah, you don't want to be looking at something really nice and then having someone cram their political ideas down your throat, you know, unless you're looking for that or if the art specifically has to do with politics. Right. But, you know, other, like generally, and I have an example. Um, last week, uh, I really hated the new episode of The Flash. Okay. Like a quick summary. I it was like an alternate universe type of situation. And mm -hmm. spoiler alert, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but there was... There's these two straight characters, and in this other realm, for that episode, for some reason, it was like a musical, and I hate musicals, but these two straight characters in the normal universe were like both of the, both fathers of the same person, so it was like, there's no reason to do that. This okay, girl's wait, like, wait, hey, dads. Both fathers and, of this, oh, okay, so it was, yeah. not, were they bio, not biological fathers, I guess? So just... No, but... No, it's just like, but this girl goes up and she's like, because there's these two guys and they're, they're like being badasses at the moment. So you think they're like yeah. gangsters in on the same thing together. But then she goes up and she's like, "Hey, dads!" And then the guys like, "Dads!" And they're like, "You got a problem with that?" And there's just no reason for it. And it's right. just yeah, and I'd have to see that, it because that that's one thing that's important to me is like I don't want to imply that you can't write stories that involve gay people or transgender people or anything that of course you can write compelling stories about those things. But what you're describing is exactly what I hate, which is just like for no purpose other than checking the box, there's, there's a bunch of gay people or there's a lesbian or there's a transgender person or there's a black guy or whatever, when it doesn't serve the purpose of the plot. That's, that's what bothers me. Uh, and like, it already I hated the episode because it was a musical, but I understood it was part of the show. But when they did that, it just brought me back to like feeling like, hey, I'm just watching a show and they're trying to cram their politics down at me. And yeah, it just it just bothered me. So I completely get what you're talking about. And as an artist, I agree, you know. So, yeah. Or if you're just, you know, if you talk about political art, too, and there's, there's certainly room for that, too. And I'm not saying you, well, you just can't make political art. Of course you can. I think you should just be upfront about what it is. I mean, what's frustrating to me about Mass Effect is. On the one hand, you want to have this um, this whole this game about space colonization and space exploration, and to me, that seems like an environment in which technology and science and all these things should be prioritized. And instead, you're just going around, and everyone's kind of <laughs> not everyone. Yeah. It's it's isolated cases, but it's just you're telling me that we're explore we're landing on a new planet and exploring it. it it's like uh, it's it's like if they landed on the moon and Buzz Aldrin's like. You know, by, by the way, I like guys. It's like, okay, we got other things to worry about right now. You know, yeah, I mean, and, it's and your main character there in the cutscene. He was like so, like fake, cringy, like accepting, like, oh yeah, talk about a new life. Like, he, like he's yeah. not faced by it. But, like, yeah. he's. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
Anyway, so yeah, it's interesting to think about. And um, I mean, obviously what Blonde and I do on, on YouTube is also in a way kind of a political art form of sorts. But but the difference is you, that's what you're signing up for. I mean, people know you're signing, you subscribe to Blonde's channel, you know that's what you're getting. You subscribe to my channel, you know that's what you're getting. When you buy a Mass Effect game or when you watch the TV show you're describing, that's not really what you're signing up for. Yeah. And that's, yeah. you. I think you just got to, as a creator of artwork, whatever you're going to make, I think you just got to keep that in mind is you want to deliver what the audience expects and as long as and they not... don't want to feel like you just snuck one in on them that's, yes that's the real thing that's yeah. probably why this video game pissed you off yeah yeah but but it was so blatant too like oh i like a diverse team let me tell you <laughs> cool no bigotry allowed <laughs> that's dumb and, and that's the thing is people say, well, it's only options. Okay, fine. It's only options in the game. That's fair. Dialogue options. That's true. It's one option you can pick. Where's the more bigotry option? Because I should have that. It's a, it's a fictional video game. That's what's great about the old games is you could choose to be a really nice person or you could choose to be a total asshole and you could <laughs> fuck with everyone's life and it was great. And there were points in old Bioware games where you could be so mean and awful and vicious to people. I didn't even like doing it because it felt bad in a virtual environment. Like <laughs> robbing people, killing their families, doing terrible things. In Grand Theft Auto, couldn't you like mow over pedestrians and well, hookers? You can do anything. Yeah, yeah. That's can... pretty sweet. What's the point of playing video games if you can't do stuff like that? Right. What's exactly? Other... You want to live out a fantasy of sorts. Who wants to be nice in a video game? Yeah. The other thing that threw me for a loop was they're saying that they're upset that they're all humans, and I'm like, is that a niche <laughs> kind of like demand to ask for like that alien relationships? Like, uh, I'm just waiting for people like. Uh, know something i don't but i'm just waiting for trump to release information about area 51 <laughs> yeah. Dude, if i if i were president that's one of the first questions i would ask show me what you got on bigfoot <laughs> number one show me what you got on bigfoot <laughs> number two area 51 okay uh well, thanks mark um wait, wait what was that i missed the last part hijab pullers oh yeah yeah the hijab pullers of course. that's third yeah okay <laughs> all right uh thanks mark um, thanks mark Looking forward to uh, hearing from you next time. Thanks a lot. See you. Someone okay, needs Mark. to make a video game where you can pull hijabs. I, I, someone's got to be on that. Yeah. Someone. Uh, Bering had I, like a, a video game made for him where you, know, you were bearing shooting things. It was basic like web based game. Surely someone could make us a hijab pulling game. I, I mean, think. I have to get this urge out of me or it's, <laughs> it's going to happen. I'm not I, I can't even say that I'm going to make it through the next year. So if you're if you're good with quick cheap video game development um, <laughs> and would work for free or perhaps a very nice beauty in the beta mug, uh, get in touch with us about making a hijab puller game. Although we'd probably be banned off of Steam or wherever you could get it. <laughs> it's probably too politically incorrect. Or, but you know, it's for be, my uh, mental health. It's for the greater good, guys. Yeah, well the jihadis would come get us and all that stuff too. <laughs> not that they're not trying already, so I guess it doesn't really matter. Chris is uh Chris is uh, up next. Somebody just said Grand Theft Jihad in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris, you're good to go if you can chime in. Give Chris a second. You know who else is waiting? I should have brought him in. Uh, Jay Fry, we'll pull. Jay, uh, you got anything good for us? Uh, no. Not, not really. <laughs> oh, well, I set the bar too high, I guess. I, I, I was just here. And, and there's nothing I love more than watching two white people talk about diversity in video games. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, and one of whom doesn't even play. One pl barely plays games. The other doesn't play at all. Yeah. No. It was it was just really. I mean, I felt like there was some diversity being uh, 
a man and a woman, but then y'all y'all so white. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, you were you were talking to me. Um, unless you got a, another point, you were mentioning to me the the Star Wars point. I really appreciate the... it. What? Uh, you getting snarky with me? No, I, I was losing you actually. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I was gonna say if you're comfortable talking about it, you were you were mentioning to me about the the Star Wars stormtrooper, which is a point I hadn't really thought about. But is that a point that you'd be willing to discuss, or should we save that? Oh, now Jay's gone. Oh. He had a he had a diversity point on stormtroopers that I thought might have been interesting. Uh, let's try. And Chris, you're free to chime in whenever too. So we might be losing Jay Fry. Next up is uh, AK47. Your face. Our guy Ben, <laughs> AK forty-seven. Your face. Oh. I'm just gonna call him Ben. Uh, you're free oh, to chime hey. in whenever you like. We got some connection problems with uh, some of our other callers here, so that's cool. You're good uh, to go. So I have two optional uh, paths to go on this time. Uh, one is blonde talking about her hate for Ben Shapiro, and then there is you and your just a brief history of your love of video games. Because I, I, I would be <laughs> interested in hearing it. Uh, so sure, you can sure. fight to the death for your question. I mean, well, for e- for equal opportunity, though, Matt, you're gonna have to be tied up uh, and blindfolded, and Blonde's gonna have a gun. So <laughs> oh, okay, well that sounds about <laughs> fair. Yeah. Um, um, do you have a preference? Do you guys I don't. Do you really hate Ben Shapiro? I don't think you hate Ben Shapiro. I mean, uh, I'm I'm disappointed in Ben Shapiro, and you... it precludes me from ever listening this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but what happened in in the election cycle? It just... I think he's so much better after the election, though, and he's. I think he's I'm one of sorry. the fairest guys now, in my opinion. I uh, I just can't. I just can't. The the only thing he has um, put out that and I and I listen. Like I said, I listen to him mostly. Uh, most of his of, of his podcast episodes, probably nine out of ten episodes. Maybe I don't know. Maybe more, but. Um, he the only thing that he has said that I was disappointed in from a factual perspective was he was big on that like Democrats uh, refused to stand for the Navy Seal widow, which was like a part. It was it was a big stretch, and I was disappointed that he went so hard on that. But other than that, that's if you know, any other person had done this Michelle Fields thing, I also would have permanently written them off from my personal political sphere. Yeah. Uh, I just can't overlook it. I can't get over it. It precludes me from ever listening to anything he has to say. I'm sorry. Like, did you did you like him before that? I loved him. Okay, I loved he, him. He was I one didn't... of the first people I got into on YouTube. Everything that he said made me want to stand up and cheer. And then this yeah. Michelle Fields thing happened, and I was like, oh my god, this is horrible. Like, I just felt like he was being so opportunistic. He was going to leave Breitbart anyway, and it was so obvious that she was lying. There was no evidence. And for somebody that's always saying facts above feelings, it's his whole shtick. That's the reason I loved him initially. I was watching this just in amazement that he was sticking to his initial narrative. Just lie. Either he was believing his own lies or he was blatantly lying to everybody. Either way, I, I just can't. I just can't with him. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, see, so for me, it's the opposite. I got into him after all of that and I was skeptical of him for those reasons. Why. But but then but then I warmed up to him. And especially after the election, I thought he's done a really good job of um, of just being fair and objective. And of course, he's open about his political philosophy and his quote unquote biases. He's not going to hide them. But I do think he makes a, a pretty good effort a very good effort, in fact, at at searching for the truth, even when the truth doesn't doesn't fit the narrative he might like. And this is what the the example you're talking about is a glaring example where that didn't happen, where for whatever reason he went with the narrative over the truth uh, for reasons I probably will. But never it was understand, for but... personal reasons and for re- you know reasons of his of his opportunism. 
Yeah. His his personal website was already set up when he decided to leave Breitbart and said it was this Michelle Fields incident. I just don't. This yeah, whole thing so, stings to me. And he piled on Milo. Shapiro really is well. a Judas goat. When did he pile on Milo, though? Because I was just, retweeting things. I would oh, just like yeah, somebody well. like like Ben, you know, who is so deeply involved in Milo to just be mum on an issue Again, like that. When it when it broke, um, when all that was breaking, I was listening to his podcast. He really didn't say a lot about it. And I remember him specifically saying, look, Milo and I have our, our differences, but I'm not going to kick a guy when he's down, is what he said. And I, th- I thought that was great. I appreciate yeah. that. I, heard that. I mean, I heard should that I give well. him another chance and just and just in overlook opinion, this? Yeah. this I thought he was doing all right. I think he's been doing all right. I, I no, Judas goat. He's bad. <laughs> he's he's willing. He, he's willing to call Jew out this goat because he's oh, a Jew. God. Oh <laughs> God, damn it, Jay Fry! Wait, 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 I gotta pull. I I owe him one for that right here. Wow, that's gonna. All right, there we go. I had the oh. rim shot, Jay Fry. All right. There it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, blonde, I like how you He's a small man. Well. Uh, I know. <laughs> tiny, pocket-sized Jeez. lawyer. Can we get uh. through one show without somebody bringing up the Jews? Come on. No. Guys. I, 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 I get mean, the JQ all the time. I want the JA. Someone answer the JA. I mean, the come JQ. on, guys. We have hashtag gas and Syrians now, so... I mean, oh, my why are they oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! So this is getting why they demonetize which... our podcast by default. I know exactly. we can't even complain about demonetization anymore. People will be like, "What did you say?" And we'll be like, Ugh, "Well, it wasn't good." Biggest oh, Mikey man. just called me an anti-Semite. Yeah, of course. Um, sorry, I've been, Ben. Ben, are you sharing some thoughts on Mr. Shapiro? I want to be sure that you get your thoughts out. No, I, I, uh, look, my uh, recent. Political awakenings only happened like just Silence before the, the election. wrong guy. Uh, it's been shortly before the election, so I've been you know absorbing a lot of different people's perspectives. And Ben Shapiro, I've been listening to his podcast more. Uh, I used to get snippets of him like with on YouTube and whatnot. People captured stuff and uploaded it. And for the most part, I thought he was pretty genuine in his arguments, especially when he went to colleges and and talked right. about his perspective on things. And and I can and I can. Uh, uh, appreciate it, and I and I, I didn't know anything about this what Michelle Fields thing as he was leaving Breitbart. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about that. Um, I just I, I appreciate his perspective on certain topics, even though not. It's very hard to make it through a political sphere without seeming like a jackass at one point or another. Yeah, yeah it's probably true. Uh, it's just really hard not because there's going to be somebody out there in the political sphere that you're just so detested by that you can't help but maybe throw in a snide comment or two. At least, yeah, it, yeah. At least for the most part, he, like you said, Matt, he's willing to to throw out, to 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 lay out his biases and uh, and uh, try to at least, even though he has some, uh, try to be as fair as possible. But yeah. I don't think he's willing to lay out his biases. That's what I learned from this Michelle Fields thing. Well, I mean, I guess I mean, when I say that, I mean, specifically in kind of a political events way, as opposed to maybe like an interpersonal way. That sounds like a personal dislike on on the Michelle thing. Yeah, but what if you're a political figure and you have lots and lots of interpersonal relationships with politicians and and people in the political sphere? I don't know that he has a lot of relationships with politicians. I'm sure he does. I mean, no, but he has lots of connections with people like Milo and people like like influential people in political spheres, not necessarily politicians. Yeah, I mean, I guess what I'm saying is I trust him to look at current events and search for the truth as opposed to what he would like to be true. 
Uh, do I trust him in like interpersonal ways that you're describing? I don't know. I mean, we have the one case, but frankly, I, I don't know. That's not why I tune into Ben either. I want to hear him talk about the news and I want to hear his perspective in analyzing it. And I think he does a pretty fair job of doing it. I mean, I'll give him another shake if, if you guys think it's worth it, but I'm still pissed about this and I can't be the only person. I mean, well, I'll also say too the, the silver lining, it's not even a silver lining because I've enjoyed Ben's show and I continue to. But um, what it, it's also put me onto Andrew Clavin's show on the Daily Wire, and I also like really, mm-hmm. I really like Andrew Clavin as well. And he's a different style and just kind of funny and lighthearted. And uh, but but Ben has turned me onto to that as well. So if, I, I, if nothing else, I have to thank him for that too. Yeah, Andrew pre- Clavin, trans Jew. <laughs> God damn it! God damn it, Jay Fry. This is the guy that moderates our. <laughs> Never mind. He moderates his caps lock. That's the only thing he moderates. He does. He will throw people out of the live chat for caps lock, and then he comes on. And he's like, Jews, Jews, yeah. Jews, Jews. Okay. No, I don't. Let's, I don't throw anybody out. I time them out. You time. Yeah, I, I've never kicked <laughs> anybody out of corner chat. somewhere. Is what you do. I do. Let's, There's let's, a small corner. It's just them, people who caps lock, and and baby, and a dunce who was, cap, who was also a Jew. Okay. <laughs> Let's try to uh, let's get a few more callers in. So we'll let you go, Ben, if that's all right. Um, all right, and we'll catch that's you next fine. time. Yep. Good night, Jay. Folks. You you want to stay in here? Or are you uh, you content to? Have you had your fill of anti-Semitism? <laughs> Never. Okay, so all right, you're hanging out for our next. We got collectively unconscious oh, uh, up next. Beautiful. Mister Unconscious. At least I think. Let me make sure I didn't skip anybody, and we should be good there. Ike. What's up? What's on your mind? Well, uh, today and over the last couple of days, you're in the same general area. You've seen the Fox News stuff. I, I swear they've put out an ad. Have you ever been in a room alone with Roger Ailes or O'Reilly or any other major Fox News contributor? Come in and do the sexual harassment charges or rape charges. Because I feel like they're trying to use that to discredit the truth that's come from Fox and to continue our truth uh, from their perspective. Ooh, you're getting that, real so, deep here. Yeah, I mean, I, that's what I'm feeling. What are you guys thinking? I don't know enough about the, scan- yeah. the scandal. I know that a, a bunch of new, not necessarily new, but word of settlements of sexual harassment and or assault cases have come regarding Bill O'Reilly, right? That's the news. This, I haven't followed that yeah, story at all. Can you explain kind of the... Throw it off okay. For me too. Well, can you explain more of the context? So, like, what has happened to Roger Ailes and Bill O'Reilly as of late? Well, Roger Roger Ailes was ousted, and that's old news. But uh, on the news consistently every hour because it loops, Bill O'Reilly um, has been charged with sexual or accused of sexual harassment. I don't think he's actually been charged. And well, he I thought he settled cases though. I thought that was the no. Currently, the, he's charged. Um, Oh, okay. Wasn't it Ailes that settled cases? That has settled cases? Yeah. Uh, let me see. Oh, you I thought you thought it was Bill O'Reilly? O'Reilly? I, I, I heard him comment. I heard Bill O'Reilly comment on settled cases saying, I did it for my children. That's why. Like, he wanted to protect his children from, yeah. um, um, from you know, ongoing lawsuits related to I mean, to that I'm sort of inclined thing. not to believe any of this. So... Well, I... You well, know I'm who's got a lot of perspective on this, though? Or at least I heard him tease it last night is Steven Crowder, who used to work at Fox. And he seemed to say, like, oh, I've seen some things. I'm not saying. I'm just saying I've seen some things. So he, yeah. pro- I think he was going to talk about it tonight. So that might be something to tune into as well. He might have just been a creepy old man. It could be. <laughs> the big thing is, is that uh, 
the Bob and Tom song put it perfectly. Sex is a damn fine thing and a damn fine weapon from the yeah. woman song. But so, but but your you your contention lying, is that there's a cons- sorry. Go ahead. I mean to catch you no, up there. It's your show, man. Uh, but- <laughs> um, yeah, I was just. Do you think they're lying? Do you think there's a possibility that uh, the other news networks are doing a discredit claim for Fox News? I don't know. I haven't heard any any evidence that's persuaded me. Um, yeah. And in cases like this where there are multiple people coming forward, it's always difficult like not to listen yeah. a little bit. Uh, it's like Bill Cosby. Like when three people came forward, I was like, eh. But like once like 20 had, I was like, eh. Every yeah. once in a while, enjoy a good Cosby yeah. joke. But then if you if you tell them, you get that one guy who emails you or tweets you like, that's Cosby's me. been convicted of nothing. How dare you? He's like, yeah. That's me. Yeah, well, I know. Frankly, He's... America's dad, number one symbol of the patriarchy. You can't tell me a bunch of feminists wouldn't get together and lie to take out that so that black African Americans don't have the. Yeah, I'm just wearing well, my tinfoil hat today. All, all I'm saying is if you have like, what, 40 plus accusers for Cosby, I get to make a joke about it. I'm not saying oh, he yeah. did it yeah. without without a court of law or some sort of evidence yeah, to make that but determination. He I'm willing did. to admit, I'm not going to say with certainty. You know, but yeah, I, I and wouldn't I be surprised. And I kind of get that vibe from the Ailes thing. I like, wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people, a lot of people came forward. I mean, that's not a reason to believe them, but they came forward with like the same kind of story, like. Uh, what did he say to Kim- Kimberly Guilfoyle? Like, you'll get on your knees for anybody or something like that. Like, O'Reilly like sexual. No, um, no, Ailes. Oh, Ailes. okay. Um, O'Reilly, what he said, uh, according to the news broadcast, was he was having dinner with this lady and then said, come up to my room. And she said, uh, no. And he said, well, forget everything I taught you about uh, moving up in the newsroom. And there's like no witnesses. And apparently that's what's going on. That's not hmm. enough for me. Yeah. No. A, I, I, need, I need more sketchy, than that but... than some woman being like, this happened. Yeah. Well, let's be clear. I mean, how how much talent do you need, like degrees in journalism? You're, you're hired because you're hot. And if you're gaining weight because of a pregnancy, like a couple of these women do every, what, like it takes a nine months to poop out a human? Then, <laughs> then Only if it's at current woman. rates, yeah. Well, I, We're working on it, though. Yeah, I had a class about it, but you know, it's mostly just research <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Um, then you don't. I mean, yeah, yeah, you had a baby. Congratulations, it's a great baby. Uh, we've got ratings. You might want to do a couple sit-ups, bitch. <laughs> so is that what happened? Like these chicks? Yeah, are you next in line? Or... <laughs> no, I would Jake be though. But I haven't seen that. But... These are just hot women. Come on. Yeah, they're all well-versed, and most of them are attorneys, though. I can't say that the chicks on Fox News are dumb. I mean, Judge Janine, I've seen her fucking throw down. That's one smart well, bitch. the starter of this was uh, Gretchen Carlson, and she once talked about oh, a, yeah. um, uh, an AR-15. Like, right before all this crap happened, she was going off about AR-15s being fully automatic killing machines <laughs> that uh, hurt babies and, and punch small children. Um <laughs> It was just utter nonsense, and she's been getting put from place to place to place, and just re- being replaced by these uh, younger, hotter, more attractive um, baby makers. 
and mm-hmm. she was the originator of this, and she is just a beauty queen, and she is over the hill. I don't so, know. Maybe that's it. I, I don't. I just don't have enough evidence to formulate any kind of yeah. conclusion. Well, and um, we are we're running out of time here, so yeah, we'll before have to. Yeah, oh my gosh, it's quick, seven. Uh, uh, kick me out. Um, with this, uh, do you think they call me victim blaming for that? You know, for saying that because I kind of want them to have to take if you're going to make these accusations you should have to like take a lie detector test or something you know you should have to have evidence and prove it I mean it's the nature of our our judicial system right and I I haven't looked into the case into any of these cases to know what the evidence is or is not to comment all right well guys go ahead and kick me out I got to tell you Blippity has been so eager to come in here if you can get him in that'd be great but all okay. right. Has yeah, he right. been trying for a while? Is that uh, Blippity's thing? Yeah, yeah, he is. Okay, we'll do one. We'll do one more. We'll bend the rules a little bit. Um, and I apologize for anyone that makes mad. We do what we can. We're sorry to we can't say it to everybody. Um, if you know, if you if you've been trying for a long time and you can't get in, sometimes we bend the rules a little bit. Squeaky wheel gets the grease. Blippity gets last word except for the call. So uh, Blippity Bop, Blippity Blop. Have, have we spoken Blippity, or is this first time for you? Uh, this is the first time here. Oh, excellent. We have spoken in the deplorable Batcave. Oh, okay. So what's on your oh, mind? Oh, and then You're we in... talked a little bit when I accidentally went into the call-in waiting room before the show. Yes. <laughs> with the rest Oops. of the plebs. <laughs> <laughs> so what's on your mind? We'll, we'll get you last word before we get to the uh, a question to close. Uh, I shan't keep you uh, too long. It's uh, just um, a quick call-out um, beyond that uh, from Twitter if you guys uh, want to hang out at any point in the Batcave. As um, I set up as a safe space, <laughs> excellent um, for the uh, plebs to uh, hang out throughout the week. And we have been doing it regularly, irredeemably. We're going <laughs> to hold you to your words. Okay, I wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> that's true. We don't do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much it. It's just um, a call out again. Ah, excellent. All right. Well, um, well, thanks and, a lot. And to prove that us lessers can actually even get into the calling show. <laughs> it can happen. Look, I know, um, well, as, as we say, it's, it's, it's an imperfect production. We do what we can, and um, we appreciate everyone's patience with it. Oh, I, I'd be loath to, uh, to criticize um, production values. Uh, Such a so, I, tr- tremendous I, production. I, I value my production. <laughs> Yeah, but apparently uh, sleeping fifteen minutes of every hour. No, no. I yeah, yeah. We, I feel bad. We haven't. I don't. I, we did hear from Unstoppable after, but I think he's kind of cooled down. So I hope uh, un, Unstoppable. Yeah, no, we're just busting his balls over that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Hey, Matt. If you want, uh, we've been doing suggestions of topics. So if you want the Batcave to discuss something. Uh, well, I don't have like anything off the top project. of my head, but. I don't have anything off the top of my head, but I'm I'm always happy to take emails or messages wherever else. Sure. Be All careful right. what you wish for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. Back to talking about shaving Ravens privates. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, All right. Uh, well, yeah. Again, thanks. Thanks for uh, for having me in here. Of course. Thanks for supporting the show. Uh, you can get in faster by uh, donating a couple quid, you cheap bastard. <laughs> <laughs> that's jay fry he's the one who will uh, push the patreon more than we will uh and of course jay fry himself is a patron saint so uh thank you jay fry for supporting the show as well i do what i can of course man uh any final words before we kick you out like we should have 15 minutes ago or whatever it was uh d- don't go 
No, I got nothing. Okay, we'll see you later. Uh, Have a good one. Later. And then this is a question from listener Crystal. It's very brief. It might be soft. I don't know if I can bump it up, but I will play it here. This is from Crystal. As someone who's going to be graduating in a few months and going to be entering the, well, trying to enter the film industry as a screenwriter, what sort of advice do you have for getting out into the quote-unquote real world, as in becoming independent, working, stuff like that? Okay, so she is, um, if you you had trouble hearing, she's uh, going to graduate high school soon. She wants to become a screenwriter, and she was looking for advice on what happens when you go go out into the real world and you become independent and uh, self-sufficient and you get a big kid job and you do all that stuff. Any memories from jumping out into the real world for you that would be helpful? Uh, Don't develop a substance abuse problem. (laughs) Don't start (laughs) drinking a bunch. Don't do it. Um, I don't know. I guess uh, don't take on more than you can handle. Like after high school and college, I was like, I can do anything. I'm invincible. And so I got this job that I was not ready for in a city that I was not ready to live in because I didn't have any network there. I was totally overwhelmed. My life practically fell apart. So just take what you can, what you know you can handle, you know, take a few risks and things like that. But, you know, don't go crazy. Yeah. And it depends on where you move too. I mean, if you do the like move to an unfamiliar place with which both blonde and I have done and I kind of, I guess I would recommend for any young person. I do think it's good yeah. for personal growth, but if I could do it again, um, and this assumes that you have your professional life in, uh, squared away, you know, like you got a job that's sustainable and you're going to be okay financially and all that. That's priority number one, of course. But if you get that taken care of, uh, the one thing I would do differently if I could go back like when I moved to California and I didn't know anybody, what I should have done is, um, you know, I should have joined like some kind of clubs or something or, you know, go to the gym and join some group classes yeah. or put myself out there in a group setting more than I did. And when I talk about, we had the question earlier about like, when did, what's your history of love of video games? Well, being a social hermit was a big <laughs> part of it for a couple of years. So let me tell you. And um, if I could change what I did, I would have I would have put myself out there to meet people better than I did. And I think at the time I just sort of thought like, well, I don't want to go to bars like by myself or something. No, what you need to do is like activities. That's what you want to do because you yeah, meet the right yeah. people at, at activities as well. You know, like oh, sports things. And gym as far things. as relationships yeah. are concerned, don't date anybody that you couldn't see yourself marrying. Just don't bother dating them. Like I thought I had to like date every type of guy just to like see what I no no you don't need to do that just if you can't marry this person this is a waste of time and the same thing goes with friends like if you can't see this friend like you know coming over and helping you with your baby or going on a vacation with you in 10 years if like you're just getting blacked out drunk all the time and hanging out and you don't have a healthy relationship no those friends have got to go too so just hmm. you know you've got a clean slate you can build up the world you want to now it's very hopeful and exciting. When in doubt, email blonde in the belly of the beast at gmail.com for all of your life advice needs. (laughs) (laughs) She has many she has many tips on the wrong things to do. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do don't drink too much. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, we we made it here. We turned out all right, so we couldn't have made that many mistakes. Just think. Just think, Crystal, in ten years you could have your own call-in show on youtube that that i know (laughs) think of the heights you could have said the goals yeah (laughs) okay uh it's time to get out of here um once the self-deprecation reaches cringe level i know we're gonna go cry in our bed that's how we know it's time to get out of here oh i was gonna say uh, 
I've um I know you're thanking people in the chat, but I want to give super chat people a shout out on air. We should do that on here and on the podcast as well. Do we have super chats tonight? And if we didn't have any, uh, then that's yeah, fine too, I thanked but. everybody individually, but it was like Dane and uh, two other people. But but I thank them. Okay. Okay. I, I so, should just make a list, but I've been thanking right. them through the live chat, but then the previous chat goes away. On air production meeting, we'll take notes of people going forward, and then we'll we'll credit them at the end of the show because we should definitely uh, give people on air recognition. Because uh, we appreciate that so much. And it, of course, we appreciate our patrons who call in and anyone who is who's helping make this show and these channels happen on a weekly basis. Yep. Always, always, always appreciate those people. So thanks a lot for everything you guys do. Um, we will close it there. Uh, we'll be back on Sunday. I like to... Um, oops, that's the wrong outro. Let's try this one. I'm playing the <laughs> wrong music. Um, I always like to tease what we have coming up for Sunday. Uh, at this point, we don't have any... Uh, we don't have a guest booked. We don't have any plans yet. So I don't have anything to tease, um, but I maybe we'll have a guest. There are a couple people we might be able to swing, so you and I will talk about we'll it. We'll see. Too. Who knows? You never know what you're going to get. So that'll be Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, as usual. Um, breaking down, I don't know, whatever interesting happens between now and then. I'm not even caught up on the news. We'll, see we'll talk about then. Susan Rice. Oh, yeah, Susan Rice. Tune in for that. See ya. <laughs>